Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Levers. Hello, everybody who is watching The Wrong and The Wronger. We are watching the Steve Olivas, and Olivas, how you say, he is the gift to the women everywhere. But the James Brackwell, Brackwell, we would call him a swine, but he would take that as a compliment, <laughs> so instead we call him a dog. But you are here, and you are joining both of us, and man, it is going to be a great week, Brackwell, because we are basking in the warm afterglow of the pole last week. What? What am I talking about, James? I'm almost giddy. Well, I think what happened is a band of coordinated <laughs> trolls hopped on the internet. Oh and since it takes God. so few votes to skew a poll, since nobody <laughs> listens to us, they banded together because they thought it would be hilarious to give you the win saying that you're better than me, when so clearly that was the opposite of the truth. It's kind of like what? like when the internet bands together to name a boat Bodie McBoatface. Like, Bodie McBoatface isn't an objectively good name. It's just hilarious. It's the same thing with saying you won the debate last week. It's like when they vote for Carrie for Homecoming Queen only to dump the pig's blood on her. Like, if I were you, I would, like, bring an umbrella because uh, I don't think these are going to work out so well. <laughs> I don't think anyone walked away at the end of that movie. Even the good guys all got smoked. But, uh, yeah, you would think that Breakwell has been working out that argument for the last <laughs> seven days, but he comes up with this off the cuff. That is the magic of Breakwell. Not enough magic to win a poll of who's better between the two of us, by the way. And, yes, as far as followers, we subscribe to the old adage, start with few and taper off from there. <laughs> but <laughs> We're so close to zero, we can get there if we work at it. <laughs> Speaking of working at it, we're going to do something this week that is unprecedented. Oh. We are going to retire the Guam quarter for one week because we're going to do <laughs> a little follow-up on last week because James is so butthurt what? about this event. <laughs> he has been brooding all week. And James, what are we going to, in the podcast where we argue about things that matter to everybody because Steve comes out on top, but what are we going to argue this week? In the name of science, we're going to figure out what would happen <laughs> if I argue for you. You and you argue for me. So I'm going to argue that Steve is better, which is clearly preposterous. And Steve is going to argue that I'm better, which is the easiest argument in the world. So we're going to see whose rhetorical skills are really better. And the trolls who ruined the poll last week are going to be so confused on what to do this week. They're just going to have no idea what to do with themselves. Wow, so this, I think you are creating a win-win for yourself. Like, uh, it's a double-headed Guam quarter of fate, basically. You know what? I win every week, even when I lose. So this is this is no different than normal. I I don't know how you measure <laughs> success, but you must live a very blissful existence. I have fun. I come out looking better than you, which is so easy to do. That's that's all that matters. Uh, all right. So we're gonna argue for each other, and um, I've already given you a semi compliment when I said you come up with this stuff off the cuff. So I'm just gonna sit back now and wait for you to return the favor. 
Oh man, this is the one part of the show I should really prepare for, but I'm so quick off the cuff, and you have you have so many faults that I can sort of turn into compliments that I can usually make it work. I would okay. like to, I All would right. like to With compliment you. you for rocking oh. the goatee. So I shaved off my beard oh. recently, and I I, I kind of sort of had a half a goatee for like half a second, and I was like, no, <laughs> down this road lies Steve, and that's and that's the heart of the dark side. But it takes it takes skill. To be that committed to looking bad for that many years, but you com- without irony, you're not wearing that goatee. Ironically, this is just you. You are the guy with the goatee. You know, it's you and it's Satan, and that's it. It's a very elite club. <laughs> so I would like to commend you for being fashion forward, marching when no one will follow, and just stay in there because it really doesn't matter. So, so good for you. I. <laughs> <laughs> The haystack kept getting bigger, and the needle of the compliment did not move. Like, I, I don't know where to find it, but I will say I've put a lot of thought into this. And for Movember, because I have had this goatee literally since I was 16, probably, wow. that uh, I'm going to shave the bottom half off and just go with the stash for Movember. So Coward. November 1st, I'm shaving the bottom You're off. not going to shave the whole thing? I'd just plunge in, man. See if you traumatize your 13-year-old kid. I would love to see his reaction. Just the bored eye roll as you create yet, yet another video with him. He hasn't been traumatized since our penalty videos. Like He's been getting off easy. <laughs> well, that's not true. I've been doing a series of ads for a particular uh, drive-in treat establishment and he's been integral in the creation of those little twitter commercials you sold out i thought i was the only sell out here we had a very specific agreement i make the money (laughs) you have the integrity if we both make money this whole thing's gonna fall apart oh wait a minute was that a compliment no integrity is bad (laughs) (laughs) wow how do you even back out of that one i just did He's an artful dodger. All right. So no Guam quarter flip. I do have the Guam quarter handy just in case we came up with a different topic if Breakwell was going to balk on it. But we're going to argue each other. So I'm arguing for why James is the better of the two of us. And James, he's got the winning side because I've already won. So all he has to do is reiterate everything I said last week and he's going to win. All right, well, I'm, I'm, the hardest part of this is going to be give you straight compliments without turning them into insults. This is going to be the single oh, hardest I, thing I, I have ever done. But I am going to pull, pull something. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, afterwards, I'm going to lay down. I'm going to vomit. I'm going to do it because you know what? Get you, the, Steve Olivas, are an incredible human being. Let me just throw that the out there. Defibrillator ready. You hang out yeah. with rock stars every weekend. I do. People from all sorts of bands that I have definitely heard of. <laughs> and they they return your calls. They invite you to pool parties. They appear with you in <laughs> selfies. It's incredible. They, they will oh pick up the God. phone. James Breakwell doesn't have any, any rock stars answering the phone for him. Let me tell you that. James Breakwell also doesn't get to tour the country on a weekly basis to sold out auditoriums of tens of people waiting for your actual real <laughs> expertise james has no expertise in anything at all and he's so proud of his ignorance but you you have a phd mixed with comedy you go out there you give a presentation people pay actual money in american dollars to hear you talk people pay money not to hear james speak it's the it's the silence (laughs) price they just pay it so they don't have to hear him anymore They'll, they'll pony up a few extra dollars for those, you know, those earplugs. But yeah, and they, they fly you around. You have a manager who sends you out to these places. And now your voice is so soothing that you are going to be the voice of the Arena Football League 
team of some kind. And that's a big deal. That's a professional sports team. They play games of some sort, and there's a voice that comes over the top, and that's you. You are that voice. <laughs> and plus, let me just keep layering on here, because I'm going to seal this oh, argument up right away. Oh, go you on, have two kids on. to my four. You were so smart with that. You're like, do I need four kids? No, I need two. I'm going to space them out a reasonable amount, and I'm going to let them grow up. You are so far beyond diapers. You're you're beyond you know the the elementary school struggles. Your kid can almost drive. You got one kid all the way out of the house. I mean, you, all your problems are solved. You just sit there in your Steve Olivas manner on those rare weekends where you're not jet setting across the country in the Steve Olivas suite in your various hotels, and you just relish how good life is. Like, how could you not vote for Steve? Open and shut. All right, roll the dice. So we're ready to go. <laughs> I feel like I walked into a trap this week. <laughs> wow. And uh, the reason I wore the beret this week was in honor of Dave Bickler, the guy who sang Eye of the Tiger, who ended up following me on Twitter Ooh. and then not responding one iota to my request that he be on my podcast. So <laughs> a little bit of your compliment falls flat what? there, but everything else I'm going to take in stride. And uh, James Breakwell, he is a man who has no end to the number of words he can plug into an email <laughs> to talk about his life. There is no topic that he loves to explore more than James Breakwell. His level of insight is zero. His <laughs> level of loquacity is like a hundred. Like it's uh, a complete mismatch, which makes it a great read. But I've said before... Breakwell is a worker bee. He will continue going at lost causes uh, just tirelessly. Like a moth to a bug zapper. He is like the Lazarus moth. He'll get up, we'll call him the moth man. Lazarus the moth man. And run his first into that thing. And then Olivas says, what are we doing? And he says, we gotta run into it again, man. We got another two listeners to get rid of. And then wham! Follows that thing again. Breakwell has no limit to the energy he has. And uh, it's it just it sprays in all different directions. <laughs> Breakwell is also one of the most succinct people I know. For the first, I don't know, 18 months of our relationship, he didn't even have time to say goodbye on the phone. <laughs> I said bye, I just pow! He would hook me and keep moving on with his life. And then deny everything, falling, because Breakwell knows that Breakwell doesn't make a mistake. <laughs> and that level of confidence he exudes everywhere as he continues to run into the bug zappers. But... For all of those faults, I still consider him a friend, and he considers me one of the people that he knows. And that is James Breakwell in a nutshell. Well, you've got so much more going on than I do. James Breakwell, that loser, he's got pigs in his house. You have, like, an entire animal kingdom. I've seen the photos. Birds flock to you. You're like a Disney princess. Oh, Vultures hang out on top of your house just waiting to be your animal familiars, your own personal army. And I don't know what you're going to do with them, but they are there for you. I, in my entire life, have never summoned even a single vulture because I look so alive and I just don't smell like a dead animal. But you, you've got all the vultures right there at your command. That is that is impressive. I would not mess with you. I mean, your neighbors, they, keep, they close their blinds and keep their doors locked just because you've got that aerial army there. You also have some kind of feud with squirrels going on that I think you won. I'm not entirely sure, but I... Well. I mean, you're still we here. We hired the hummingbirds to take care of it, and now we have a whole problem with the hummingbirds. So it's the old lady that swallowed a fly is what's happening in our backyard. Call Marlon Perkins. 
I mean, you though, you have Caesar and Planet of the Pigs going on in your house, and so when those things reach full sentience, they're going to take over, and eventually Indianapolis will be overrun with the pigs. All because of you. You're like patient zero for the yeah, pig takeover. Exactly. I am a menace to society, whereas you have those loving vultures and those kind squirrels <laughs> that never cause problems for anyone. What? Yeah, yeah. You also, I mean, you've got that like that middle-aged man thing going on, where you've got like the one chair in the house that's your chair, and you sit in it, and nobody else can sit in it like that yeah i do that is like classic man card stuff right there like how could i not look up to somebody who has a chair so that's james you're so tall and angular and hairy (laughs) you are the human alpaca man i can't grow a thick beard anywhere on my body like you can anywhere on your body you can shave logos of nfl teams in your back if you wanted to charge them for that kind of advertising that's a real strength man you though you have uh (laughs) you have the experience running i i ran up through college and i i think you put in more miles than i have over the years you hide it you act all modest You've done, what, like 9,000 marathons at this point? You basically ran your knees off, which is why you're so short. You just ground yourself down like a pencil eraser. There was nothing left of your legs. But you put in those miles, and that has to be respected. I am never going to break those marks you set. James, your body is pristine. It still has that new body smell to it. Parts of it are still in cellophane. Like, uh, your hands are as soft as, like, a dishcloth because you haven't done anything physical your entire life. And, man, I admire when you start getting floated around like the adults at the end of Wally. I'm going to just take my hat off to you, man. Well, props to you, though. Like, when I want to get something done around the house, I don't do it myself. i got to hire somebody. You have your wife to do it for you. She's like your built-in handyman out there doing all the other stuff that other men would do themselves not you your wife is out there with the hammer and the hacksaw and the blowtorch welding stuff i don't know what's going on over there she's got like a whole machine shop going on in your basement probably preparing like some sort of mad max type prepper thing like have you checked on your vehicle she put spikes and stuff on it probably just to keep you away who knows but the point is she's handy and you landed her so good for you that's why people should vote for steve James, I have not outsourced my success to my children like you have. You just kept cranking them out thinking the more they do, the less I have to. What a retirement plan you have. It is the gift that keeps on giving. I don't have that kind of foresight. I stopped it at two because I thought I'm going to make my own way in the world. Boy, was I a fool for thinking that way. You've got the total freedom to say whatever you want on Twitter. Like, I'm so corporate. I don't want to offend people because, you know, my livelihood (laughs) depends on, like, people kind of sort of liking me. But you, man, you just throw it out there once a day you're going off on somebody being offended i never even see the person be offended i see you being offended by somebody being offended like that is your thing and it doesn't affect you at all you still landed whatever this deal was for your ad thing so you you managed to be a sellout while also hating your fans so props to you i had to pretend to like people to be a sellout James, man, I wish I had the ability to take one joke format, replicate it 58,000 <laughs> times the same exact way, and still get people to pay attention to it. I don't know how you do that, but somehow that little four-line exchange you have with your kids has brought gold to you. I wish I had the keys to the kingdom like that. I know. You know what? But that, that's okay, because I, I made a living writing things that are funny, and you found a way to make funny, make, make a living by, by just not being funny at all. I mean, that, you're still out there going 
strong. Your your followers every day are like, this is going to be another dud, but we are here for it. You, you made the failures be part of the joke, which is incredible. Like, when I have a joke bomb, I delete it, and I retreat in shame. When you have a joke bomb, it is just up there. It is part of the Steve Olivas Museum on Twitter for all time. No shame, no apologies, full speed ahead. Boy, I wish I could make decisions like you and pick a guy that had zero street cred, <laughs> zero traction on any social media platform and bring him onto a podcast with me. Like, uh, man, again, I just, I admire your foresight and your wisdom when making these kind of decisions. Well, I would like to compliment you because you're like an actual adult and you come on here every <laughs> week and talk to me for reasons neither of us understands. Because regardless of whether we're sellouts outside of this broadcast, we're certainly not making any money here we gain nothing from this and we lose listeners by the week and yet here we are complimenting each other for god knows what reason we have no idea at this point let's roll the dice get out all right we can do this all night i had to knocked over my green screen i was so excited to get up and get this thing over with all right if you want to vote for James, which is to say vote for Steve, it's going to be real confusing. Um, actually, how do we want to do this? Do we want to just say vote for James being better or vote for Steve being better? Do we want to vote for who won the argument? Like, this is going to be confusing. It's It's got to be who won the argument. So if you win, it's uh, your complimenting me was better than my complimenting you. So I you. think I'm going to do it straight. So if you think – do you want me to – okay, if you think James won the argument and Steve is better, vote for 58. If you think Steve won the argument and James is better, vote for 34. And if you uh -huh. think we're both trash, vote for 34. <laughs> Wait, what's the last one? 34. Did we already get a 34? Yeah, yeah, I'm 34. Wow, we've never had a double number before. People really yeah. want to vote for that you because you're so amazing. Weird. 60. 60. 60. <laughs> I've never been more confused about who to tell you to vote for, so I will just toss it up into the wind and let things fall where they may. If you want to vote for Steve through the words of James Breakwell, you vote 58. If you want to vote for James through the unwavering adulthood of Steve Olivas, then you vote for 34. And uh, if you take the smart path and just punt, vote for 60. Or whatever Breakwell puts as option number four. So... <laughs> this was a lot more fun than I ever thought it could be. We should do this again sometime, yeah. <laughs> but make it less confusing. Although I don't know how. All right. That draws us to another conclusion. And if we haven't lost the last couple of you yet, oh, I'm gone. sure this yeah. probably put the last yeah, nail in the coffin. So until next week, where Breakwell and I are talking into a pickle jar to each other, this is Steve Olivas for James, the exploding unicorn Breakwell, saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, two wrongs can make a right.